All right, good Friday morning to you, Anchor family. This is Travis Moffitt. I hope that you are having a great day. I've got some thoughts that have been rattling around in my head here, and uh, just want to share them with you guys. Love to get some call-ins on this. Love to try to get some discussion on this. Um, but it's basically around the idea of your organization. Is it a ministry or is it a business? So here's my question. I hear people uh, on a regular basis um, say, hey, you know, we've got this ministry, but it's also a business. You know, I'm in ministry and I'm in business. I'm a pastor and I'm a, you know, a a salesperson or I'm a missionary and I'm a salesperson uh, or our ministry has created this product to sell or our business is geared towards uh, reaching the church and reaching people. And I understand the, the, the value in that. I understand the value in ministries being self-sustainable financially and in businesses being impactful to people. But here's my question. I spent 17 years in the corporate world before launching Connect Global. During that time, most of my experience was in uh, retail and uh, sales and sales management. So as a Christian business person working for uh, the company that I work for, working for someone else, I understood very clearly that my number one priority was to produce as much profit as possible for the company. It was a business. So the bottom line of a business is the bottom line. The company that I worked for was a for-profit company. The number one goal of that company was creating profits for shareholders. Myself as a salesperson and then subsequently as a manager of salespeople was to produce profit. I believe that that was my, not only my my job, but even my God-ordained obedience to God as a Christian business person. You know, there there's instances in the Bible where Jesus talks about the the servant who is going to be dismissed by his master. And so he went to the master's debtors and gave them a discount to collect the debt to return the money back to the master as quickly as possible. He started bringing in revenue for the master, even at the point of discounting some of these debts. And Jesus says, look, this guy is is a shrewd business person. This is a you know, he, he sort of acknowledges this as a good practice because the person understood their role to bring in revenue. So that's what a business is about, is about bringing in profit, bringing in revenue. There are ways to conduct business in credible, honorable, God-honoring ways not having imbalanced scales, but having fairness across the board, not price gouging uh, or extorting people, but you know having good and fair prices, but producing a profit. How that profit is used can also be God honoring. Is it, is it given to care for people? Is it given to serve people? But at the end of the day, the purpose of a business is to create profit. Again, in an appropriate manner, appropriate use of the profit, even for the personal care of the business owners and the shareholders. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Now, six years ago, I launched uh, with my wife and our partners, Javier and Daniel Mendoza. Together, we launched 
Connect Global, a nonprofit organization, a ministry as we call it. So in our ministry, there is a requirement of, of revenue, um, but our bottom line is not the bottom line of the PL. Our bottom line has to do with lives impacted, not how much money is left over after our revenue compared to our expenses. So there are different goals and different priorities that we have as a ministry. I believe that this end goal is the biggest determining factor between the difference in a business and a ministry, and that is what is your bottom line? Is your purpose in your organization to return a profit, to have a financial gain or a financial growth, which I'm, there's nothing wrong with. I'm not uh, a, um, extolling the value of a ministry over a business or a business over a ministry. I'm simply asking the question, what is your bottom line? Again, if the bottom line is a financial gain, a financial return, in our organization we have created such and such product. It's a good product. It's going to help people. It's going to help grow people. It's going to you know, help them be better in their marriage, better in their home. But at the end of the day, we've structured this such that there's a profitable return, and that's our goal is a profitable return at the collateral benefit of helping people, then that's a business. If the 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 message being delivered is our goal is to help people and we want to do that in a financially sustainable fashion but at the end of the day the goal is to help people that's a ministry that determines very different goals and very different uh, structures of of how you're going to create your message present your message things like that let me give you an example we're in the process right now through Connect Global of building a maternity house in La Ceiba, Honduras for a hospital. This maternity house is going to help new mothers. So there's a couple of ways this could be structured. This could be structured in collaboration with the hospital of receiving a certain amount of revenue from the hospital for each mother that uses the house. So good purpose for the house. Uh, it would help mothers. The hospital could return some sort of financial value back to our organization. That would be a business of a maternity house. Nothing wrong with that structure. I'm not saying that's a bad structure. I'm saying that's a structure. Here's another alternative. That we're going to build the house at whatever cost that is, trying to keep those costs as low as possible. Allow for partners to participate with us in that. Uh, house and then in the building of that house you know through donations and revenue and things like that and then we're going to give that house to the hospital and to the uh, to the local pastors association and that there's going to be no financial return through that house for us that is a ministry because the goal there is not a financial return it's just going to be a gift that's just another model that's the model that, that we're choosing because our organization is a ministry. And so for us, the measurable at the end of the day is not how much money we've returned on our P&L at the end of the year, although there's nothing wrong with that. In this model, we have set out as a ministry because at the end of the day, the question for us, the bottom line is how many lives are impacted? How many of these mothers are impacted? So again, I want to be very careful that I'm not extolling one of these models over the other. I am simply saying that within our organizations, it's very important to identify, are we a business or are we a 
ministry so that we can present a credible message to the world. Let me give you an example contextually from the Bible. Matthew 21, 12 says, Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. So I fully believe that there are people called into the work of the ministry or what is in the Bible commonly referred to or in the Christian church what is commonly referred to as the fivefold ministry. The Bible says some are called to be apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers for the equipping of the saints of the work of the ministry. I also believe that there are many, many people who are called by God, called into the marketplace, into a workplace uh, or, or some people refer to this as a secular vocation. I don't really like that terminology, but vocation or work outside of what would be considered that fivefold ministry. And the reality is, is that both are equally divine, God-given callings. There's no greater value in the pastor than there is in the business owner or the manager or the dock worker or the warehouse guy or the barista or the waiter, anything like that. This is the work that God has called you into. It is divine. It is holy because he has made it such. I am saying that it's important that we are careful that if we have a business, albeit a great business, offering a great product, even maybe the primary customer being churches or ministries or things like that. There are businesses that their product is geared towards churches, which is fantastic, but that we clearly call it a business, that we clearly distinguish. Listen. I'm offering this product to the church. There will be benefit from that. Lives impacted. I'm fine with the, the, the mixture there that there are lives impacted. But at the end of the day, we're working towards a profit. We're working towards a financial bottom line. And over here on the other side, we have ministries that the financial bottom line looks very different, but the goal is life impact. Those are two very, very different models. So I think it's very important that we're able to distinguish those so that business can function according to its goals of business and ministry can function according to its goals of ministry life impact. So those are my thoughts. I know we try to be, you know, everything all the time because we don't want to be pigeonholed. Nobody wants to be restricted. Everybody wants to be able to get the donors or the business wherever they can and so we try to present ourselves as everything uh, but I really believe that it's important that we're able to clarify what we're actually doing the Bible says make the vision plain and write it down so that others who come along may catch the vision and run with it if your organization is muddled somewhere between well we're a ministry business a business ministry you know we want to have a financial gain and have you know but actually we're trying to give everything away Two very different uh, organizational models with very different goals. So anyway, this thought's been rattling around in my head a couple of days. I wanted to share that with you guys. I'd love for you to call in. Give me your feedback. You agree. You disagree. I'm fine if you agree with me. I'm fine if you disagree with me. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. Just your thoughts on that. Uh, so hit that call-in button. Call me back in. Let me know your thoughts, questions on this. And uh, let's see if we can chop it up about this a little bit today. God bless you guys.
Hey guys, I hope that you are enjoying this conversation and this segment on ministry and business. I would love for you to be a part of the conversation. If you're listening to this on the Anchor platform, feel free to hit that call-in button and call in with your thoughts, your questions, your comments. If you are listening to this podcast on another platform like Google Play or iTunes, I still want to hear from you as well. I would invite you to come over, check out Anchor. There's some great communication features that are exclusive to the Anchor platform, like the call-in feature. However, again, if you're listening on another platform, I'd love to hear from you. So you can email me any thoughts or questions, comments that you have. My email address is travis at goservechange.com. That's Travis, the name Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S, at go, G-O, serve, S-E-R-V-E, change, C-H-A-N-G-E, dot com. I would love to hear from you. I hope that you're enjoying the content, and I would love to invite you to be a part of the conversation. God bless you. Hey, Travis, this is just a response to the discussion about ministry versus business. I have three answers. The first one is the reflex answer based on just frontal lobe knowledge of the situation. The second one is the answer I'm supposed to give. And then the third answer is going to be more of a thoughtful one Have with an example. Travis, I've got to say, absolutely not. There's no way. In fact, a lot of the businesses that I see, these little smaller businesses, they start up and taking on a business venture is risque. It's dangerous. And so these people are really just praying that the business works out. And so to pioneer a, an unknown territory, a dangerous route, you know, you better get on your knees and pray. And so I feel like it's used mostly as a way to, I guess, include Jesus along the way for the ride. So rather him being, rather than him being the leader, the one that led you into it, it's you saying, Jesus, hey, you're welcome to join if you'd like. In fact, things look better that way. What a jerk. Man, Travis, you know, we can't judge people's motives. We can't judge their hearts. Everyone has their own reason. God speaks to them as he speaks to them, and he speaks to me as he speaks to me, and who am I to judge another person, an, another servant of God? Who am I to do that? And so, you know, um, it does come down to the bottom line, like you said, but it's, it's also something that could lead into something else. We don't know where their beginning may be from their ending. So I say, do what you do and be who you are. Hey, Travis, please tell Noah what's up. And um, I was also going to say, in response to this question about ministry, I have a friend that this guy's house looks like a mansion. And he's a really, really neat guy. He started off where he got this big house, his wife works hard, and they afforded it. He has his own company, and he wanted to dedicate it to Jesus. And his intentions at the beginning were not that way. And he ended up becoming um, disenchanted, disillusioned 
uh, far away from God, about to divorce, and then a friend, God sent a friend, and spoke to him, and he gave his life to Christ. And now he's at a place where he still has the same business, but he doesn't worry anymore about whether or not the business will go belly up or not to be continued. And so after the paradigm shift, his, um, his bottom line, I feel like, shifted, if that makes sense, because he now, the way that I know he doesn't care whether the business goes belly up or not, is that he is giving work to people that would otherwise not be considered. He's made it more about ministry and bringing people to Christ. So, you know, there are people who are well-to-do but made some mistakes. He gives them a second chance. Sometimes it's a little um, challenging, but it gives people the opportunity. Um, The people who do work there are made fully aware of his stance and what this business his business is about it's like a flooring company and so perhaps that that might be um a different situation better situation well that was fun this is a very good topic because i can see why there needs to be a distinction and it's not and it's it goes really with what you were saying that it's not that there is any judgment towards what you are running but to dis- to be distinctive about it about what it is that you're doing rather than just being the everything because you can only be because it may i guess the dangers of that might be moral in in some ways maybe for yourself but also it could be off-putting to someone that approaches it you know seeing that title and I think sometimes people see the title, this is a Christian business. And that is that is important to know. I think that's a good thing. But to say it's a, a ministry, I think, is the word you're really talking about. I think that's where there could, could be some dangers where someone could come approaching needing ministering. Alfred, thank you so much for calling in. I always appreciate your content on your channel. Uh, as well, I really appreciate just the insight Um, And the way you unpack things is fantastic. Uh, Thank you for the thorough answer and for calling in and just sharing your thoughts and your comments. I especially appreciated the story that you shared and a very practical example about your friend who had the business, he had some troubles, had a paradigm shift. Now his business looks entirely different. You made a statement in your call-in where you said, now he doesn't worry if the business is going to go belly up. I'm hearing that as no longer is just making a buck, uh, you know, his primary motive uh, to the business. The challenge there that, that I would love to really sit down with your friend and even ask him this question to just to try to more thoroughly understand, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm learning this, is, uh, is it that he doesn't worry about the business going belly up or has that just not become the thing that's consuming his mind with worry? Because you also mentioned that this guy hires people that maybe other people haven't hired. He hired people who, you know, maybe had been successful in the past, you know, were down on their luck or had a bad situation happen, and he's given them a second chance. I've known business owners who are are willing to hire those people who nobody else would hire. My mother and father, as you may have heard from uh, uh, the interview over on The Connection a couple of weeks back, have been in prison ministry. So I know business owners who specifically hire 
ex-inmates who have a felony record because they know nobody else is going to hire those people and they want to give them another chance. And for them, uh, they, they're not preoccupied in a sense of worry, but they're very conscientious if their business is going to go belly up or the fact that it is being profitable and run well because they know that now these people are in their care and that if their business goes belly up, 20 people lose their jobs. Um, so I think from a business perspective, there is the ideal of running the business well, running the business in a financially profitable way for my own personal gain or just my own, you know, let me make my empire uh, bigger and greater than, you know, what it was before. Or for the idea of let me have a solid, strong, sustainable business because of the additional life impact that it's going to have. My question comes down to the decisions that we make on Monday morning in a for-profit business for whatever motivation, whether it be building my own empire or helping, you know, making sure that my employees still have a business to come to by the end of the week on Friday. The decisions that I make Monday morning as a for-profit business owner are going to be towards driving the financial bottom line. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. For some reason in the world and even in parts of Christendom, we've decided that making a buck or making a profit is a bad thing. The reality is, is that's not true. The reality is, is that God has even gifted people to make money. And the Bible even says that it is God who gives man the ability to create wealth. So even our abilities to, to create income and create wealth actually come from a God-given ability. I'm simply saying that the decisions made in a business are related to, for whatever motivation, but are related to how do I increase the bottom line on a financial PL? Whereas that in a ministry, does that uh, end up looking like at the end of the day, it's how many lives do I impact? The difference being that, is that there are decisions that are made in ministries that I know of that are financially sustainable because of you know donors and, and group participation and donor participation and things like that but may not actually make good for-profit business sense on paper because then you're taking all the money and giving it away. Why would you take all of your profit and give it away? That does not make good business sense. A business owner may give away some of their profits, may give away some of the surplus revenue that they have into an organization to impact the community, create you know good social change and good social impact and a good environment for their workers, but why would they give all their profits away? Whereas I know ministries that give all their profit away and I think that's the difference in the motivation for maximizing the life impact. So I really love that example. Um, that would be kind of my question on that, and not to you know disagree, but just to sort of push back on that a little bit. But again, thanks for the call in. Love to hear further thoughts on that. Uh, and if your friend's willing, man, let's get him on here. Let's let's talk it up with him. I'd love to hear his perspective on it uh, as a business owner. So God bless you. Travis, my friend, thank you so much for bringing up this topic, and I have to say, I really deeply respect your depth of knowledge on it, having a lot of practitionership on both sides of the coin. I have been struggling slash processing slash developing my concepts and understanding based on real principles my backgrounds in finance and accounting and that's the way I would approach the idea I your admonition is is a hundred percent spot-on but I do want to 
draw a very uh, a very important parallel which I will do here in this next call in what I would how I would define that is that it is an entity that has revenues and expenses and is to meet those expenses and if possible generate a profit and by that definition for-profit non-profit none of it matters everything in the ministry is a business especially once you get into like paid staff and buildings um, even non-profits that house that you mentioned that's going to take care of these ladies it's going to have expenses and it needs to meet those the reality is is that all church and all all ministry operates in the economic parameters of a business and i think that's a conversation that's really important to have as it pertains to the church because we really got to understand business to run a good church Kurt, thank you so much for calling in, man. I always appreciate your comments. I always appreciate your perspective. And especially, thank you so much for bringing up this point, this statement that you uh, titled your last segment there, Ministry is Business. Now, here's where the fun of, of Anchor comes in, is that I have to respectfully disagree. Uh, I do agree with the uh, preliminary statements that you made. Nonprofit organizations, ministries, we can call them that because there are nonprofit, you know, humanitarian organizations, philanthropic organizations, uh, Christian based nonprofit organizations, really all those from an organizational standpoint function on, on pretty much the same type of principles. So I'm not even trying to make a huge distinction between, say, a Christian ministry or, or a, or a non faith based uh, nonprofit organization. But you said that these organizations function within. The, the principles of revenue and expenses, especially when it comes into buildings and paid employees. I agree with all that. And you said at the end of the day, with an attempt to make a profit. And I think that is where the difference is. So that a for-profit business, uh, and I think the probably the, 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 the clearest model of this is especially a for-profit business that has multiple shareholders. So in the company that I used to work for as a manager, I had a boss but in reality, I was working for those shareholders. So I was in sales and retail management, had all these responsibilities to train new employees and buy advertising and pick retail locations and sell my product and all of that. But really, all of those were functionality so that at the end of the day, I brought in profit for the company to uh, meet the, the, the goals and the subsequent repayment or investment back to those shareholders. That really was my job uh, at the end of the day. And I would try to help my employees understand that. Okay, uh, in, a, in a ministry or in a nonprofit organization, the basic fundamental goal is different. The basic fundamental goal is, in my opinion, is not to create a profit, but to utilize capital for impact now whether that's educational or that's you know um, faith-based or whatever the end goal is so uh, the the decisions made in my opinion are very different on Monday morning if you will you know of how an organization is going to decide to lay out the week based on if by Friday the goal is that we have moved the needle on financial profitability up X number of of, of you know percentage points or margin points, or if we have re raised 
the measurability of impact in our focus area, our target, our goals, up a certain number of points. The, the, the challenge becomes this. When a ministry, especially a faith-based ministry, and I've heard this statement that the church is essentially a business, it just needs to be run like a business, there should be sound business principles. There are overlap. We should pay our employees well. We should, you know, uh, provide good benefits and, and, and host good meetings and have good communication and use all of the good tools. That's fantastic. But when the fundamental decisions of a church or of a ministry or a nonprofit organization is let me make a profit, that oftentimes, and I, I can't say every time, but in many, many experiences that I have witnessed, it oftentimes comes at the expense of impact. There's going to come a day in the six years of our organization, which is not really a very old organization, there have been times when it's been either make a profit or maximize impact. And that is the difference. When it comes to that choice, if you're a for-profit business, I believe the absolute right choice is make a profit. If it comes to a nonprofit organization, especially in the context that I work in as a faith-based ministry, the choice has to be maximize the life impact. The home that we, we talked about there in Honduras, we're going to build that. It's going to cost roughly $210,000 to build this house. And at the end of the day, once it's built, we're going to give it away. And so that does not make good business sense. I understand, you know, businesses being philanthropic and having positive impact on people. That's fantastic. But that does not make good business sense for shareholders to say, we're going to spend $210,000 and really we're just going to give that away. But in the impact side, that's what looks like the biggest impact to us. So I think that's where the differences lie. But man, I appreciate the feedback. Let me know your thoughts. Love to keep the dialogue going. Kurt, just one more thing came to mind. You know, I titled that last segment, Financial Gain or Human Impact. And I really want to just kind of clarify a thought. I do not believe that these are um, uh, mutually opposing uh, ideals in the normal day-to-day -day of an organization. So what I mean by that is, is this. I believe that a for-profit business can and should also have human impact, very positive human impact. That's part of, I believe, good business principles. At the same time, I do believe that nonprofit organizations ought to practice good financial principles and therefore uh, have financial gain. My fundamental question really comes down to, at the end of the day, once you kind of carve everything else away, and you get to those, you know, nitty-gritty Fridays when, you know, you've got to make payroll, you know, for example. You've, you've experienced this in business. There, there, there comes times in, in businesses when there's surplus and everything is great and the decisions seem easier, and there comes time in any organizational life when things seem thin, the margins are thin, and you've got to make a decision based back off those core principles. I believe at that moment is when it really comes down to, are we focused on making a profit or are we focused on human impact? And like I said, most of the time, I believe those, that those uh, can, can both be obtained, but I believe that there are those times when they, they may not be um, mutually possible at the same time and you got to make a choice you got to make a choice so I think what that choice comes down to helps define business or we might even say for-profit business versus non-profit uh, 
ministry or nonprofit organizational structure. So I just want to kind of clarify that. Hi, Travis. It's Kathy with WordPress Barista. I totally agree with you. I think there is nothing wrong with either business or ministry. I have been in both uh, ministry in my 20s and now in my 40s operating my own business. And um, they have different goals and different purposes. And God can still use both of them. Uh, now I have more resources than I've ever had. And I think God is using my life in a different way. My time resource is going into my family more than it ever did in ministry. And, um, and more into myself, ironically, I'm really growing spiritually during this time of my life. So, uh, I totally agree. They're different for different purposes, but neither is, is, um, worse than the other hey kathy it's travis thank you so much for calling in uh to my channel i really appreciate that um perspective that you shared and appreciate the the comments and you jumping in being a part of the discussion i especially appreciate it you brought up a very interesting point there at the end about yourself growing spiritually now in a business setting i can totally a hundred percent relate to that uh, as I mentioned before, I spent 17 years in sales and sales management, and there was just a dynamic of faith that was built up in me, sitting in my store waiting for you know customers to come in the door. I was a, a very good salesperson. I had a great career in what I did. I had a great amount of favor with the company. But you know, if if you have been in sales or are in sales now, uh, you know that there are just times. You know, most most sales um, industries have a cycle where there's times that it's up and times that it's down. And especially in those times that it was down, uh, committing myself to you know everything that I could possibly do to try to drum up business and bring customers in, absolutely would do that. But also there were just times that uh, it just called for prayer. God, I need some customers. I, I, I need you know some sales. And 100% of the time, I can say this unequivoc unequivocally, 100% of the time, God would always provide and it would oftentimes be through what looked like the normal natural channels of the job that I had but I could look back on it and say man you know why did my store have an increase in sales this month when every other store in our district or in our market had a decrease uh, when I was a district manager over 16 stores why did my district excel when other districts and in, in, you know in neighboring cities here in the same state you know have a decline and I can look back on it and see the hand of God in that and really what he was working in me, not just blessing me and his goodness and his kindness, but also what he was working in my heart. And so I agree with you 100%. God can use our work in ministry or our work in, and by ministry, I'm, I mean, I'm talking about you know vocational, nonprofit, organizational type ministry or in a for-profit type ministry because the Bible says that God has given man the ability to create wealth. And the Bible also says that do everything that you do, everything that you put your hand to, do it as unto the Lord. I used to teach my salespeople, we need to work as though God was our boss. How would we handle ourselves if God was our boss? And if we'll honor him in that way in all of our work, he'll do things in our heart and our life that are just tremendous. So thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate that. Look forward to hearing some of the content that you're producing here on Anchor. And uh, glad you're on this platform. God bless you.